Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. Welcome to A Moment of Zen. Time to sit back and relax as model, actress, mentor, and supermom Zen Sams takes you on a sexy and wild ride covering the latest in film, fashion, pop culture, politics, and entertainment from the millennial mom's perspective. Here's your host, Zen Sams. Hello, my beautiful friends. This is your host, Zen Sams on 710 WR, the voice of New York, live from Atlantic City. I'm at Ocean Casino Resort, dedicating 60 minutes as a tribute to 9-11, taking my listeners for a little bit of an escape on this somber day. Now, the attacks 20 years ago have forever reshaped the United States of America. The morning of September 11th, 2001, remains one of the most pivotal points in our history. The attacks took the lives of nearly 3,000 people and the crash site represented the largest crime scene in FBI history. Now, the events of 9-11 are forever etched in not just my mind, but in the minds of anyone old enough to remember the day. And those who were on the East Coast recall that it was a brilliant, clear morning. At 8.46 a.m., American Airlines Flight 11 crashed into the North Tower of the World Trade Center in New York City. In a meticulous planned attack, these terrorists hijacked four airliners. They flew three of the planes into buildings, the, tin the twin towers of the World Trade Center in New York City and the Pentagon in Arlington, Virginia. They crashed the fourth plane in rural Pennsylvania. Today, many first responders are still dealing with adverse health effects from working in toxic conditions. Please never forget. But now we're going to embark on a fun, great conversation and relaxation. We have great show lined up for you today. And as usual, it's a mix of impressive citizens, VIPs, and tons of fun. We're going to be chatting with Ocean Casino Resort's very own Manny Ferreros, Director of Nightlife and Daylife Operations at HQ2. He's also known as DJ Manolo, as well as Stacey Myers, who is Director of Exhale Spa here on the property. She brings us the latest in spa treatments and how the right spa experience can contribute positively to your mental health. And speaking of mental health, well, up next, we have AC's very own Amy Kennedy. She is a mom to the cutest kiddos ever and lifelong partner to Patrick Kennedy. She's education director of the Kennedy Forum and leading voice on mental health. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to A Moment of Zen right here on 710 WR, the voice of New York, live from Ocean Casino Resort in Atlantic City. A Moment of Zen is brought to you by Ocean Resort Casino in Atlantic City, Tempest, Aikido Pharma, Vichay Cucina in Midtown at Soho, Revere Securities, Helen Yarmack International, and Romulus Entertainment. Tune in every Saturday night at 9 p.m. on 710 WOR, the voice of New York, or download the iHeart app. Text the word collaborations to 917-575-2321. Follow Zen on social media at Zen Sams. That's Zen with an X. Welcome back, beautiful people. You're listening to A Moment of Zen right here on 710 WOR, the voice of New York. 
I am your host, Zen Sams. Now, I am live at Ocean Casino Resort right here in Atlantic City, sitting in Top Golf with breathtaking views. Now, Amy Kennedy is going to be joining me in just a few, and we're going to be chatting about the ongoing mental health disorder in America and coping with sending our children back to school in a healthy manner. Now, this is a serious issue, guys. About one in five adults suffer from a diagnosable mental illness in a given year. All right, that's 20%. And every day, approximately 123 Americans die by suicide. FYI, there's one death by suicide in the US every 12 minutes. One in six US youth aged six to 17 experience a mental health disorder each year. And 50% of all lifetime mental illness begins by age 14 and 75% by age 24. These are staggering numbers. Suicide is the second leading cause of death among people aged 10 to 34. So you are not alone. What I'm saying is that we are all suffering in one way or another. When you have 21% of U.S. adults that experienced mental illness in 2012, that's scary. That's about 51.5 million people, which represents one in five adults. Now, joining me now, we have very good friend, Amy Kennedy, Atlantic City, New Jersey's very own Amy Kennedy, and she is definitely not your average. She is a mom to the most incredible children, a lifelong partner to Patrick Kennedy. She's also an educator, a bright light, and one of the biggest mental health advocates out there. She is education director of the Kennedy Forum, where she and her husband, Patrick, are one of the world's leading voices on mental health and addiction. Welcome to the show, Amy. Oh, Zen, thank you so much. I'm so glad to be here with you and that you are telling everybody how great it is here in Atlantic City. Oh, Atlantic City is just one of those places where, you know, you come and you feel like you're on vacation. And especially on a day like today, uh, you know, 9-11, where it was so tragic, uh, you know, the, the, the biggest tragedy occurred uh, 20 years ago today. And what I've tried to do is throughout the day, give uplifting stories to my listeners. Uh, we've heard it go on and on uh, for the last, you know, 15 hours about 9-11. And now it's time to turn it to to the next notch, right? This is very troubling. Uh, we have a Center for Disease Control and Pre Prevention study found that between April and October of 2020, there was a 24% uptick in the proportion of mental health emergency visits for children ages five to 11, compared with the same time in 2019. Elmi, Amy, tell me, how do we fix this? I think it's important, as you mentioned, to think first about 9-11 and how that was a trauma for our society, for the people involved. And likewise, this has been a very traumatic time for so many people. And we have to not just ignore it and gloss over it. We need to address it. Just like as our uh, doctors would give us a checkup each year, we need to think of a checkup from the neck up. What are we doing to look at our own mental health, to address it, whether it's with putting ourselves in a a space like this where we can enjoy the outdoors, where we can um, be connected with friends and family that we've been so disconnected from over these past months, or whether it's by taking steps that um, maybe are a little bit more aggressive and seeking out help. You know, I, I can't begin to thank you enough for all the work that you're doing for uh, advancing uh, mental health research and, and really kind of diving 
uh, face first into this. I mean, you and your husband are huge advocates. Uh, I recently read a report that the Colorado Children's Hospital back in May of this May declared a mental health emergency. And in 2021, the national polls found that 46% of parents said their teens had shown signs of a new or worsening mental health condition since the pandemic. And now we have a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, Amy, to create a national roadmap for mental health support and for our young people. Please share the vision that you have put in front of, uh, you know, Congress here, because you are fighting and paving the way. That's right. We do have an opportunity because there is new funding that has come as part of the rescue plan that we could make sure that all schools are addressing this. It isn't just those who are in crisis, but what are we doing for prevention, early intervention, and how do we just enhance our resiliency? So for all of our children, we could be doing very basic things on a tier one level to encourage social emotional learning, mental health literacy. We need to push our school boards to make sure that they have adopted a systematic approach with multiple tiers so that students at the very basic level can get enhancement and can perform at their highest potential. But those that are in crisis also have supports in place so that if they move through the system, we know that it's not going to be um, every student every day and that they may move through this as a temporary difficulty or struggle, but that they'll have what they need in a place where they're spending so much time because we know there is no learning that's going to happen when they're struggling with their mental health. So to integrate that into schools, we could be doing things like having partnerships with our healthcare system. We could do screenings as you're doing in New York City. That is a simple checklist, um, a questionnaire, five minute questionnaire to show signs early and make sure kids are getting some interventions that could be very simple. And we can also do things to make sure that the curriculum is in place or that telemental health services are reimbursed right at school. That's a great point. And you know, with the crisis that's ongoing, we know that that you know schools are a good place to start and educating the child is not just about reading, writing, and, and arithmetic. As, as we know, good social, emotional skills and good mental health are totally essential for a productive and healthy life in general. So we know now that the NYC and New Jersey schools are expanding their mental health support for their students. Um, you know, this pandemic has left our kids really in crisis, Amy, like you said, and our babies are suffering. And we need to think about mental health as part of returning to school, like you said. Now, in New York City, which is the nation's largest school district, our education leaders uh, are responding proactively, and I'm happy to see that. But they're offering uh, this historic expansion of services, so to speak, for young people and families, which I think is great. And starting this fall in NYC, they're going to be providing universal-based screening from kindergarten through the 12th grade to identify students who are distressed and have experienced trauma and, you know, a slew of other mental health needs. So I'm, I'm really excited that they have rolled this out. And I know that you have a lot to do with programs of this nature and that you are working diligently with Patrick to, uh, to get funding for some of these very well-needed programs, especially here in New Jersey. Can you tell me a little bit more about um, the plan that you have proposed? Because I know that it's very, very well thought out and it's not, you know, it's not your average. I mean, you're thinking five steps ahead here. Please fill us in. <laughs> well, I just want to make it really clear to your listeners that 
it is not just about having more mental health professionals in the school, right? Just like employers are thinking about mental health in a way that helps build out the capacity of their workforce, schools are thinking like that too. How do we help our students to be the most successful? so that they're making good decisions, so that they're able to be focused in class. And that's going to take some screening so that we can intervene early. It means that we have to build out an infrastructure to support students because what we're actually seeing is that when we don't do the small steps early, we see kids, young adults, waiting in emergency rooms. As you mentioned, that state of emergency out in Colorado was because the emergency rooms were overrun with students in crisis. We don't wanna see that happen. So we've gotta put in place the things that can help uh, intervene and can be um, a stepped level of progress for those that are struggling. And if we build that infrastructure, it means that we're supporting things like 988, which has already been passed, that we have uh, not only the telemental health, but uh, patient beds if they're needed in psychiatric hospitals, that we're able to do the licensed clinical social workers in schools, that we're able to have those supports to ramp up our efforts for more trained professionals. And that's everybody from your children's coaches and the crossing guards and the people working in the libraries, everybody that's coming in contact with young people so that they'll know the signs and be able to refer for help. That's excellent. And that makes me feel you know, better as a parent, knowing that we're sending our children back into an environment and where all of their needs are, are tended to, not just you know, the academics. Now, was it you, Amy, that told me about the American Rescue Plan? Because I read that it, it, the American Rescue Plan, and perhaps I read it maybe in your article or one of the other mental health articles, but they're providing $130 billion in funding for schools reopening and including $2.7 billion for New Jersey. Now, you know, these investments are great. They're a great start, but the funds are only a short-term, you know, partial solution, so to speak, for a long-term problem that in my opinion, is going to continue well after the immediate public emergency, right? So the money New Jersey received is designated to be used, you know, per the, this this uh, U.S. Department um, of Education to safely reopen schools. But how is it that they are going to be able to really kind of nip this in the bud without this spearheading out of control? I mean, to a certain level, we also as parents have to take control at home and not just at school. Uh, would that be accurate? That's a big question. You know, we want to see this money uh, go to evidence-based practices. So the fact that it's only available for the next three years means that we need to put in some sustainable funding. We need to reimagine what schools look like so that we really do address students' brains. We're not just trying to pump in facts and figures. We're talking about how do we best learn? How do we make it productive decisions in our lives? How can we um, interact socially and emotionally so that we'll be successful? And in doing that, we can bring a change to the way we've done education. We can think about how we can improve the funding streams to put in place not only those mental health professionals, but different curriculum that's going to enhance student learning and make sure that whether it's having Medicaid reimbursed for students who don't have IEPs. We know that every student uh, that needs services, it doesn't necessarily have an IEP. 
that we're able to put that in the school system where they can find the help during the school day because it's difficult for parents after school to be able to find a provider and get their child where they need them to go. But if it's just baked in and it takes some of the stigma out of uh, seeking these services, just like going to the school nurse would. Yeah, exactly. I mean, this is all, this is heavy stuff. And this is not things, these are not things that we as parents were even, uh, you know, emotional, emotionally ready or equipped to deal with, let alone what the pandemic did to us, but now sending our children back to school. And like you said, wanting to send them in an environment that is, is an educated environment where we know that these professionals that are tending to our children have gone through a certain uh, process, certification, you know, everybody dealing with these children has to be of emotional sound, so to speak, and they can't bring their baggage to school because they themselves may be facing an emo- you know an emotional issue. So I think that this plan is is great, and I hope it's not limited to just the three years. I, I really hope that this is going to be something that we implement long term because the ongoing mental health disorder in America it didn't just come out of nowhere. This is an ongoing health issue. I think it's just been accentuated by the pandemic. So thank you for shedding some light on this um, on this topic, Amy. It's always great to speak to you. Thank you so much, and I hope you'll take a look at the Hopeful Futures campaign that we're doing with Inseparable so that you can look for how to promote this in your own community. Oh, without a doubt, and for those of you that don't know Amy Kennedy, you guys definitely have to check her out. A simple Google search will do it, or you can check out the kennedyforum.org where Amy is very vocal. Her articles are great. She's always at the at the top of, of the pulse of everything going on in mental health and how uh, the advocacy programs are, are trickling directly into the public that you are so, so um, desperately advocating for. So thank you, Amy. I truly appreciate it. We are live at Ocean Casino Resort at Top Golf. You're listening to A Moment of Zen right here on 710 WR, The Voice of New York. I'm your host, Zen Sams. We'll be right back after this. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go to get your spin on. Go to get your spa on. Go for the view that goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go for the stakes and the steak. Isn't it time you found a better view in Atlantic City? Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanec.com. Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. A Moment of Zen is brought to you by Aikido Pharma, an early-stage pharmaceutical company developing innovative drugs for improving anti-cancer and antiviral therapies. Traded on the NASDAQ under ticker AIKI, they have first-in-class partnerships with leading medical universities like the University of Maryland and the University of Texas. To learn more, go to www.aikidopharma.com. Welcome back, beautiful people. You're listening to A Moment of Zen right here on 710 WOR, The Voice of New York. I am your host, Zen Sams, live from Ocean Casino Resort in Atlantic City. Now, AC is in a travel boom. As summer rolled in and the vaccine rolled out, people were and still are looking for that next easily accessible destination. And well, they found it right here. Lloyd Levinson Institute of Gaming, Hospitality and Tourism surveyed more than 800 people recently to gauge their attitudes on Atlantic City. And the poll found very strong enthusiasm 
for returning lovers of the world's playground. Now, I always stay right here at Ocean Casino Resort, definitely my favorite place in AC by far, not crazy like the rest, tons of celebrity sightings, and filled with attractions within and around the property. Now, Ocean Casino not long ago announced a 15 million renovation investment as did many AC casinos. This spending spree is definitely a positive sign, guys. Revenues are trending upward, and about 170 events are booked in the city throughout 2025. Remember, we've barely made it into 2022. Now, record-setting bets on sports and online games have helped cushion the financial blow that was onset by COVID-19. And the state reported that the casino's gross operating profit soared in the first quarter of this year alone to more than 95 million. Okay, so into perspective, let me gauge this for you. That's triple what it was during the first quarter of 2020. Now, not in every casino do you find an awesome nightclub. And when you do find that hot spot, well, Start to think about it. How does music make you feel? Are you inspired? Do you feel happy, contemplative? Well, whatever the feeling, it's definitely based on emotion. Now, music has an impact on our mood, our memory performance, and well-being. And who hasn't found it easier to run a little further or work a little faster to keep up with the tempo of the music we're listening to? All that jumping around and moving to music that we call dance boosts our level of alertness, the release of endorphins, and helps burn off stress. Now, up next, we have Ocean Casino Resort's very own Manny Ferreros, who is Director of Nightlife and Daylife Operations at H2Q, who is also known as DJ Manolo. Welcome to the show, superstar. How are you? Thank you for having me. This is such a pleasure to have you because you are the epitome of everything I've always wanted. You have a career in nightlife, music, people, and really making everyone around you feel good. Now, your career spans three decades, and your passion for club culture led you to open your very own record store called Sound Factory, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, a recording studio, which was Noise Floor, and a DJ school. Tell us about your passion for music and how it has helped shape your career. So I was always uh, uh, into music uh, as a, you know, as a as a young, you know, young teenager. Even before that, and um, I started playing the saxophone, and then I went to my first teen dance, and I, you know, saw someone behind, uh, uh, you know, uh, in a, in a DJ booth just playing records, and I was just I looked at the turntable as a uh, as an instrument, and from then on I was hooked that you could have so much power to be able to control uh, uh you know a dance floor by just uh playing the you know playing a specific song and from then i just never looked back i was really anything that i could do uh to learn something new and to network i just jumped on it and music has always been uh my mistress if you will Ooh, i love that music <laughs> is my mistress that is a quote manny that's a quote right there <laughs> <laughs> now listen, you were also instrumental in the success of the very famous The Pool After Dark at Harris Casino. And in 2008 um, is when you were tasked with reopening HQ, nightclub and beach club here at the Ocean Casino Resort. And you assembled a world-class nightlife team and you basically turned HQ into the number one club in Atlantic City in the market, attracting top acts like Stephen Aoki just last week, Sick Duo, Jonathan Peters uh, this week, and basically selling out 
every weekend with top acts. Tell me, how do you go about booking these celebrity DJs and are they your friends? So some of them, yes. And and I think, uh, you know, in any, you know, in anything you do, uh, it comes down to just, you know, having a network of people. And, um, you know, over over the last uh, three decades of my life, I, I was fortunate enough to have met a lot of different people that were, you know, just like myself starting out. And then uh, you develop those relationships into true friendships. And anytime I go into a new market or a new project, I always call on the people that have always been by my side. And, um, you know, people have been very supportive because I think, you know, beyond money, especially a lot of these uh, larger artists now, um, it's it's you know it goes it goes beyond money i think that it makes them feel more comfortable if they go somewhere where they know somebody and they have a relationship and most importantly if they feel well looked after uh and that their level of professionalism is going to be met then it makes them feel comfortable and and i think that that's part of the reason why uh why we've been able to get here and attract uh, such talent Wow. You know, you have a lot that you are managing. And I say wow a lot during this interview because you are quite impressive. The club you manage is quite impressive. Your relationships are quite impressive. Now, as a DJ, you're also a DJ. So you know where you're coming from. You know what moves people. This is your wheelhouse, right? So now you're, you're in a position of power, which is great. But as a DJ, you're exposed to all kinds of libations and party favors, so to speak. I remember doing a whole piece for Fox News 10 years ago on rocking female DJs. And I interviewed uh, DJ Beverly Bond and DJ Jackie Christie and I shadowed them from one night and I was blown away she just kept going on like an energizer bunny like 10 drinks in does the alcohol help or not and are you of the DJ culture where the music actually helps you get more creative so for me you know personally um to uh, to me the music is what um is what really moves me. Music has that power. I, I feel that I've used this before. That I feel that music is that universal language that everybody understands. Doesn't matter what background you have, where you come from. You could hear a piece of music, uh, and you could be in two different parts of the world, and that piece of music can speak to you in the same way. Uh, so I don't judge. You know, whatever people want to do to have a good time, it's up to them as adults. Me personally, uh, you know. Uh, I always did like to have a drink prior to me playing just to unwind a little bit. Um, you know, sometimes when you when you walk out behind a DJ booth or a stage and you have uh, you know, a few thousand people looking at you, uh, it can be a little bit nerve wracking. Uh, so to me, I would always like to have a drink before I would play. But I mean, once you get into the flow of things, you're me personally, I would always feed off of the energy of the people that you're playing for. And one song, you could take people into a direction to really shift the mood in the room. And that to me was very powerful. So that in and of itself was what gave me that drive to be able to to push and pull, if you will, uh, in those emotions and really get a reaction out of people. Oh, I love that. You know, and I and I love that you're honest about that because a lot of DJs, I mean, you know, you're managing an entire nightclub here at Ocean Casino Resort. And I mean, you are catering to not not only 
day life and nightlife, but to celebrities and to very demanding guests. And you have a way with people. You do it so effectively, effectively well, really. I mean, HQ2 is very well known for the prime service that you guys offer. But more importantly, you are booking celebrity after celebrity DJs. Now, we did discuss if these are your friends or not, but tell me what your average week looks like to get these DJs confirmed and to really bring them here so we can all experience the beautiful, um, you know, nightlife that you're, you're, you've created here. So it's a, you know, it's a balancing act. You know, a lot of people, um, unfortunately, uh, all they see is the party. And to be honest, the party's the easy part, right? Because then that's just execution. What the, the real work, in my opinion, takes takes place behind the scenes. And what I mean by that is that, you know, DJs don't just land at the beach club, you know, uh, uh, or uh, HQ2 nightclub. It's it's a balancing act of talking to industry peers. And, uh, um, you know, when people ask or mention success, you know, uh, success is achieved if you have a great team. Uh, this is something that's done because uh, I have, I'm surrounded by uh, a great group of people, not only from up top, uh, and also externally, but also internally. But what happens a lot is it's, let's say that I want to, you know, book someone like an Aoki or a Tiesto. Well, well, you know, it starts with a conversation, but then you also speak to other uh, industry peers that say, hey, what are you doing in DC? What are you doing in Miami? How can we route the same act? So if I want him in Atlantic City, maybe you can do him in DC and then we can route him either to Boston or to, uh, or to Miami. So that's how a lot of these things work because when you're looking at you know the top five percent talent in the world these guys don't have open dates you know their weekends are booked and they're not work, you know they're not booked last week they're booked six to nine to you know to nine months in advance so it's because of that network that that uh, that we've developed that we're able to do some of these things well, that's just wonderful because I guess your relationships from, from working in this industry for three decades and putting all of these pieces together, you're finally at a place in your life where you could just pick up the phone, I guess, and, and make these relationships happen and bring them to the nightclub here at Ocean. But th that is not something that's a given. And I guess that's why you are, my friend, in the position that you are running what you're running. Now, walk us through the day portion of your career. So the nightclub... We know what that's about. We know that, you know, it, HQ2 is very well known for these celebrity DJs and acts that you book. But tell us about the day club and the beach club uh, in under two minutes, Manny. So the beach club is only open Memorial Day weekend through Labor Day. And uh, it's open typically just uh, Saturday and Sunday. Uh, we're open about six hours. And uh, it is, uh, it's a monster. You know, when that beach club uh, really cranks and it's all weather driven. So uh, but I will say that we've also had some amazing parties in the rain. You know, when you're that age, really, you just want to live uh, and people come out and uh, uh, we've had some incredible, incredible parties in Tiesto this past weekend at the beach club. You know, uh, we had a hurricane about 200 miles off the coast and people were just in that pool splashing. And uh, it was quite something, you know, sometimes I take a step back and just kind of take it all in, uh, you know, and really see what, what was able to be pulled off. And it's really special. I mean, this is a, an amazing property, very thankful to be here and uh, very thankful that people trust me to make decisions that have this sort of impact. Um, and, uh, you know, just very excited and looking forward to, uh, to next season.
That's incredible. Your season is is not as short as one would think because I know that personally I've come here way past Labor Day and it's still moving as if it was the hardest summer. And that's because you guys take so much pride in the way that you care for your facility where you, where it does have this year-round feel despite, you know, the amenities being um, seasonal. But in general, you've done a great job, Manny. Thank you so much for coming on the show. It was truly a pleasure speaking to you. It's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. I appreciate without a, it. Without a doubt. Guys, you are listening to A Moment of Zen. I'm live at Ocean Casino Resort. That was Manny Ferreros, Director of Nightlife and Daylife Operations at HQ2. He's also known as DJ Manolo. You guys definitely have to check out their facilities. The nightclub is rocking. Definitely check it out at OceanAC.com and look for H2Q in the tab. I will be right back after this. You're listening to Zen Sam's. I am your host right here on 710 WR, The Voice of New York. We'll be right back after this. A Moment of Zen is brought to you by Tempest, the next generation of the engagement economy, allowing people to make money on their data and earn cryptocurrency for the time they spend on things they already currently love to do. With Tempest, brands will have the ability to pay you directly for interacting with apps, watching videos, playing games, and more. Tempest, the time is now. Engage and earn. One of the world's most recognized fashion designers is Helen Yarmack. She turned a small clothing line to an international fashion brand and is one of the few independent luxury fashion houses in the industry. Her designs for men and women are timeless and they outlast changing trends, yet they stay adaptable to your individual style. Helen's goal for her clients is to express their individual uniqueness and beauty. To learn more about her offerings, visit HelenYarmack.com or to schedule an appointment, call 212-245-0777. Still talking to my awesome friend, Executive Chef here at American Cut Live at Ocean Casino Resort, Executive Chef Romeo Dibona, and we are going through his list of ingredients and the most impressive dishes that American Cut has to offer. So the one thing that caught my attention was this linguine and crab. And the linguine and crab is something that hits very close to home. I'm Greek and Italian, and I feel that it's part of your Sunday table, without a doubt. Tell me more about what inspired this dish. Uh, family. You know, when people come into this restaurant, I want, I want them to feel like they're sitting at my dinner table. I, you know, you, you can ask me anything. You could order anything if I have it. And if it's in season, I'm going to make it for you, you know. Um, like our tomatoes. They're from Hamilton. They're, sometimes they come from Berlin. There's a... There's a certain farm we use, I'm going to Stella Farms in Berlin, New Jersey. There's no GMOs. There's no, Monistat isn't in it. You know what I mean? It's like their corn and their tomatoes in season are the best top. Family grown, all American. Yeah. And that's extremely, that's Family an farm. extremely big component of what yeah. we are about today in today's economy, in today's day and age. Yes. Um, the tomatoes are huge. The corn, I mean, it's like eating cereal. It's so sweet, you know. Um, we make a corn relish with it. We make a corn puree for our scallops. You know, we'll do corn on the cob. We try to use things three different ways, you know. That's amazing. Now, let's talk a little bit about your background because you have a very unique perspective when it comes to food. Your relationship with food is very healthy, and your approach to creating a dish is very unique. Walk me through your upbringing, where you're from, the Philly side of you, the Italian side of you, how you bring food into making a life for yourself. Well, 
I worked everywhere. I'm from, I'm from South Philly, 15th and Shunk, um, St. Monica's Parish. Uh, one stop over to Belmar was my grandmother, you know, Belmar, New Jersey, where tomatoes were, tomatoes. the corn. Back basil, to tomatoes right. and basil. You know, we'd go over there on Sundays, you know what I mean? We'd eat, we'd come home. And, you know, then we would go to my other grandmother's house. You know, that every Sunday was a different grandmother. You know what I mean? So. Oh, you, I know. Yeah. I know. You Lots eat, of grandmothers. You would go over here for spaghetti and meatballs. Then you go over here for fried anchovies. And oh, yeah. And if you don't eat it, they get offended. That's it. Right. You don't eat it, you know. Yeah. Don't come. Don't come. Yeah. <laughs> you know. But, um, and we still do it. We, we, we still do it now at my house for Sundays. Um, it's very... It's, it's about food, but it's about together. It's about together. You know, you, know, wh- you know what's interesting? I feel like COVID somehow, in a very twisted brought way, brought yeah. it back. No, like, it, like, it almost makes more sense to think about where we are now, even here at American Cotton, and we happen to be in the lap of luxury in an incredible casino resort setting, but yet you still managed to bring it back to family and simplicity. Yeah, I mean, I started here in 89, and every Sunday I'd still go back, see my parents, see my grandparents. Um, I started at Bally's Grand. Then it became Atlantic City Hill, and that was 1989. I was a broiler cook at the Oaks restaurant. The Oaks was a restaurant there. The Oaks. You've come a long way since the Oaks, my friend. Then in... Then I went to Caesars in 98, stayed there. Uh, I was like the chef tour not. I just basically, when nights, I would just run the whole place. You know, when everybody went home, it would be me, which was a cool gig. Then in 2002, Brigada called, and that's when I joined the old home. Wow, you've had quite the illustrious yeah. career. And not only have you had this illustrious career, but you've had the opportunities that have exposed you to the wow. creme de the creme, right. the most impressive individuals. You've catered to celebrities, VIPs, and you're now here finally at American Cot, the most impressive of all, of all impressive places here in Atlantic City. So kudos to you, my friend. I have tried your dishes. Your dishes speak for themselves. They are one of a kind. They are unique, and they are simply fresh and back to basics, and that's what I love. Well, guys, listen, you have heard it all right here firsthand from the executive man himself at American Cut, live at Ocean Casino Resort. You're listening to Zen Sam's. I am your host, live on 710 WR, the voice of New York. We'll be right back after this. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go to get your spin on. Go to get your spa on. Go for the view that goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go for the stakes and the steak. Isn't it time you found a better view in Atlantic City? Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanec.com. Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. A Moment of Zen is brought to you by Tempest, the next generation of the engagement economy, allowing people to make money on their data and earn cryptocurrency for the time they spend on things they already currently love to do. With Tempest, brands will have the ability to pay you directly for interacting with apps, watching videos, playing games, and more. Tempest, the time is now. Engage and earn. 
Welcome back, beautiful people. You're listening to a moment of Zen right here on 710 WOR, the voice of New York. I am your host, Zen Sams, live from Ocean Casino Resort in Atlantic City. And I'm here at Top Golf, overlooking the boardwalk with breathtaking views. It's absolutely gorgeous. Joining me now on property is a very special guest. Her name is Stacey Myers. She's the general manager of Exhale Spa right here at Ocean. But first, let's chat spas for just a tad. Now, the global spa services market size is expected to reach 133.28 billion by the year 2027. Now, the increasingly hectic lifestyle and post-pandemic drama has definitely influenced the need for body and mind wellness, which in turn will foster growth in this market. And the number of tourists and locals seeking spot treatment is an essential factor accelerating the revenue of the industry in any market. Now, as per data released by the Global Wellness Institute, the number of wellness trips, and remember, I'm saying wellness trips in recent years increased from 691 million back in 2015 to about 830 million by 2018. And the market size in US dollars stood at 105.18 billion with a capital B by 2019. And there are so so many psychological benefits of going to the spa, regardless of this huge market size. Now, the growing awareness among people regarding their health and well-being has definitely taken its peak amid the pandemic, and the spa market is gaining popularity across the world. Moreover, growing mental health problems like anxiety and depression are becoming more and more common among people, and this is also driving the demand for spa services. Thankfully, Exhale Spa at Ocean Casino Resort is available for all of our treat-yourself needs. Exhale has ascended to the top of the Spas of America list for 2019 and 2020 and is now listed as the site's number one spa in New Jersey. In just a sec, I'm going to bring on direct Director Stacey Myers on the changes that the facility has gone through during the past year, as well as what customers can expect when they visit this stunning facility. Now, Stacey is passionate about the beauty industry. You can tell just by talking to her, and I'm going to bring her on in just a little bit. Welcome to the show, show stunner. <laughs> Hello, how are you? I love having you on. First of all, we got a chance to meet uh, just a minute ago and your skin is absolutely gorgeous and beautiful. You're, <laughs> you are brilliant inside and out. Now, I know for a fact that Exhale Spa is, is an international brand that has been around for over a decade and you focus really on the wellness portion of the spa industry and that's really clear. You brought an incredible array of products right here that we're gonna talk about in just a few, but you have like 3,000 square feet of Turkish style bathhouses as well as this gorgeous Himalayan sea salt grotto. Tell me, how does that salt grotto, uh, the grotto amenity really make this experience so much different for the average spa user? Sure, absolutely. So the entire room is made up of Himalayan salt bricks. Um, people might see them in stores. They're like the rocks, the orange amber rocks. But this entire room is made up of this. And the Himalayan salt um, is really good for your respiratory system, um, which is great right now with what is going on in the world. And the amber hue is really great for relaxation. People will spend, and there's no limit to the time that you can spend in there like a sauna or a steam room you can spend as much time as you want in there and people will sit in there for hours to just relax and just kind of decompress it's a really wonderful room 
Oh, it's gorgeous. I've walked in and I caught a glimpse and I was in awe. I felt like I definitely was in Italy or somewhere uh, very exotic. And it kind of gave me a sense of relaxation and just wanting to come here a little bit later on after I finished, you know, work and getting all these interviews because we're, <laughs> we're broadcasting live and just take advantage of it. And as a mom, it looked so inviting to me. Um, so definitely Ladies, gals, check out that grotto. Now, Stacey, what's your favorite massage? If you're going to recommend to somebody who's never really kind of experienced uh, exhale, what which one is kind of the one that you would guide people towards? So we have our signature massage. It's the flow massage. Um, it's a really, really wonderful massage. It's therapeutic. It's um, medium pressure. So if you're new to massage, um, you're going to get the results of a massage, but you're not going to feel... Um, like a deep tissue, um, and you're going to get a little bit of light stretching in that massage, a little bit of lymphatic drainage. So I highly recommend that. Um, whenever I recommend it, the guests come out loving it. So um, we do that in 50 in 80 minutes. 50 in 80 minutes, uh, and you, you, we could book. You could they they could book that online directly at theoceanac.com under the spa tab. Correct. 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 Awesome, awesome. Now, uh, you brought me these incredible products. May I go over them with you? Absolutely. Okay, absolutely. great. So for, the, for those of you listening and not yet watching, uh, we are talking about this incredible new line that Exhale Spa has um, come up with. They have this brand of energy gummies here directly brought to you by Exhale. They are in this beautiful glass container with this really nice... Uh, uh, wood kind of uh, uh, cover that kind of almost feels like it should be long in, in a nice decoration in my bathroom because it's so fashionable when I'm looking at this this uh, container. Tell me about these um, these gummies, and I'm going to try one as you're telling me what I'm what I'm doing right here. Absolutely. So the new wave is to get your vitamins through these gummies. Um, they absorb much quicker. And um, they actually taste really, really great. So you have the um, matcha, which has that really tastes like matcha tea. Um, I am I have the immunity here right here, which is obviously a really popular one right now. And this has um, echinacea and vitamin C. Um, they're really, really delicious. Um, you just take two in the morning and you've got your daily um, your daily vitamin C and echinacea. We also also have beauty, which is biotin, which is very good for um, your hair, your skin, and your nails. So, um, being in the spa industry, we want to make sure that you know you're healthy with your immunity and that you're working on your beauty as well. So, inside and out. So, inside this is a really out. great line. Yeah. So we have the energy gummies, we have the beauty ones, and then we also have what was the third one? We have the immunity. The immunity. So mm -hmm. immunity, energy. Uh, these gummies taste really good. I just had one myself. And I'm going to move on to something else that we have here in your bag of tricks. Um, you have given me this uh, these, these essential oils of sorts. One is called Restore. The other one is called Detox. We also have Revive. And then you have a CBD-infused essential oil. Now, I'm also going to tell the listeners that as I open these oils... It is very, very aromatic. There's an aromatherapy component to these oils. Stacy, please walk us through what I'm looking at and what I'm smelling. Absolutely. So we have our signature oils that are included with every therapy. Um, it is not additional charge. This is part of our signature massage. So we have the Revive, which is... Um, which... Hold on. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm yeah, sorry. I, I have the Revive right here in my hands. It smells... Okay. 
it actually smells very there's like a mint um aroma to it like almost like a like a peppermint almost very fresh like so i can't imagine if you're massaging somebody with this what this would do to the senses as well these these smell absolutely phenomenal um so these are the aromatherapy based oils that you have and these are also for sale right you're holding out you're holding your um the actual oil right there up for the screen. Yep. For those of you that are listening, she's holding up uh, the actual oil that's sold uh, separately as well. And you can get the different uh, different scents, the Restore, the Revive, and the Detox. These are awesome. And I'm gonna move on really quickly. We have about a minute and a half left here to these um, tea bags. Now I have, I'm holding up a Detox uh, detox tea bag, uh, wood blend, lemongrass leaf, honeybush leaf, licorice root, uh, Don K root, and, and the peony root. And this is caffeine free. And this is also your own line at Exhale Spa that we could purchase. Tell us really quickly in under like 40 seconds, what inspired the line of tea bags? So the oils and the tea um, all kind of goes together. And want that one is um, uplifting, one is relaxing, the other is detoxifying. So it's it's a really si great signature um, signature items that we have. And then just to touch on the CBD, um, which is all of the rage right now, um, we are offering that as well uh, um, to our brand. And that's great for inflammation, uh, soreness, stiffness. So I did just want to mention that before we wrapped it up. Absolutely. Thank you so much for coming and sharing your this knowledge. I mean, you are just the, like a book. You, there's nothing that you don't know when it comes to beauty. And I'm so excited that we had a chance to pick your brain here. Thank you for being on the show, Stacey. Thank you so much. Nice to meet you. Absolutely. Guys, you're listening to A Moment of Zen. That was the very beautiful Stacey Myers, general manager of Exhale Spa right here at Ocean Casino Resort. And if you want to check out their spa services, do check out theoceanac.com. And you can look at the spa tab to figure it out. It's right there, self-explanatory. We'll be right back after this. A Moment of Zen is brought to you by Revere Securities. Revere is committed to building a relationship of trust in which they work closely with you to help you define your objectives, explore alternatives, and choose the financial and investment strategies that are most appropriate for you. Go to reveresecurities.com. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go to get your spin on. Go to get your spa on. Go for the view that goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go for the steaks and the steak. Isn't it time you found a better view in Atlantic City? Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. A Moment of Zen is brought to you by Romulus Entertainment. Make sure you check out their newest release, Georgetown, a political thriller about an eccentric Washington, D.C. social climber who is investigated after his wealthy, well-connected, and much older wife turns up dead in their home. Starring Academy Award winners Christopher Waltz and Vanessa Redgrave, along with Annette Benning. Hi guys, this is Zen Sam's live at Ocean Casino Resort in Atlantic City, and I'm sitting with the fabulous Chef Darren here at Top Golf, and he has prepared some incredible dishes for me. I'm going to walk you through what these are. Um, we have a, a, a seafood boil with corn on the cob, which is uh, this dish is absolutely phenomenal. He's going to tell me about it in just a second. We have the chicken tinga. Now the chicken tinga, this is beautifully decorated as well. I mean, it's a visual. Um, it should, belongs in a museum, but I'm sure it tastes even better than it looks. And then lastly, we have the Maryland crab dip, which are French fries and it's lump crab meat on top. It's incredible. 
And to top it all off, look at this milkshake that he has prepared for me. I'm really excited. Tell me about this stuff. Well, the crab oil, the crab oil is available every Friday at nineteen dollars. Nineteen? Did you say nineteen? dollars? It's our seafood special. So Wednesday, oh Thursday, and Friday we have seafood specials here at Top Off. Wow. Wednesday, crab legs for nineteen dollars. Thursday, a whole lobster for nineteen dollars, and today, of course, the crab oil comes with crawfish, clams, mussels, shrimp, and dewy sausage, Swiss potatoes, and of course, a Jersey corn. Oh, th this is absolutely phenomenal. This is the best episode ever because I usually get to eat. But now let's move on to this uh, the chicken tinga. The chicken tinga looks absolutely phenomenal. Well, it's abstract art on a plate, but it's very, very simply made. It's uh, Pulled chicken with black beans, cilantro, wrapped in a fresh corn tortilla. It has a scallion puree, chipotle cream, lime crema. It's one of our favorite dishes to make here. Oh, this is so good. Thank you. What's this sauce? Oh, that's the lime crema. That's it, right? Oh, that's yeah. phenomenal. Now, I'm looking at the French fries here, and this is every French fry lover's dream. Oh, yeah. They're huge hand-cut fries. Uh, Season with Old Bay and then top with the crab mamre and lump crab meat. This is unreal. Definitely a bar favorite. I've actually never tasted anything as good as this. Wow. This is excellent. Thank you. And now the best part. All right. Listen to this. Movie night milkshake. Tell me what's in this. Salted caramel ice cream with chocolate covered pretzels. Regular pretzel, caramel popcorn, chocolate and caramel whipped cream is probably uh, uh, going to give you a heart attack. Wow, it's definitely giving me a heart attack. Well, this is wonderful. Thank you so much for all of this presentation. Guys, you have to check out Top Golf here at Ocean Casino Resort in Atlantic City. Thank you so much, Jeff Darren. You're listening to A Moment of Zen live on 710. WR, the voice of New York. We'll be right back after this. A Moment of Zen is brought to you by Ocean Resort Casino in Atlantic City. Tempest, Aikido Pharma, Viche Cucina in Midtown at Soho, Revere Securities, Helen Yarmack International, and Romulus Entertainment. Tune in every Saturday night at 9 p.m. on 710 WOR, the voice of New York, or download the iHeart app. Text the word collaborations to 917-575-2321. Follow Zen on social media at Zen Sams. That's Zen with an X. We're almost at the end of our date, my friends. But before I go, some food for thought on this vaccine mandate. Now, a group of restaurants and businesses have filed a lawsuit against Mayor Bill de Blasio in opposition to this mandate requiring proof of vaccination at city eateries, gyms, movie theaters, and other establishments. Now, the businesses are arguing that the mandate violates their constitutional rights and unfairly targets certain establishment but yet not others like churches and grocery stores, schools, offices, and medical facilities. Now, the lawsuit was filed last week in Staten Island in Supreme Court. The suit says that the mandate is arbitrary and capricious for a slew of reasons, including that the highly contagious COVID-19 Delta variant can actually spread amongst both vaccinated and unvaccinated people. Now, I do believe that the decision to get the vaccine should ultimately lay within the individual and their doctor. Who knows what that person's complete medical history 
is, is much more effective than what a politician may know about their medical history. Now, the mandate is threatening people's livelihoods because it's making it impossible for anyone who chooses not to be vaccinated for whatever the reason to work in their designated industries. They are seeking for a court to block the vaccine mandate by issuing this preliminary injunction. Now, as part of this vaccination requirement, the city is going to begin issuing fines for indoor establishments that are not enforcing the mandate beginning as of September 13th. That's just a few days away. First offense fines are starting at $1,000, while second offense fines are coming in at 2,000 buckaroos. The city's largest police union is also threatening to sue if the mandate expands to officers. Well, that's some thought and some food for those thoughts. That's a wrap, my friends. And remember to tune back in next Saturday at 9 p.m. Till next week. And remember, happiness is the only thing that multiplies when you share it.